Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Suleiman's forces of jinn, humans and birds were rallied for him, perfectly organised. And when they came across the valley of the ants, an ant warned, O ants, go quickly into your homes, so Solomon and his armies do not crush you unknowingly. So Solomon smiled in amusement at her words and prayed, My lord, inspire me to always be thankful for your favours, which you have blessed me and my parents with, and to do good deeds that please you. Admit me by your mercy into the company of your righteous servants. The translation is provided by Dr. Mustafa Khattab, and I've taken this reading from Quran.com. I'm reading from Surah An-Naml, the chapter of the the chapter of the ants, rather, um, and I'm reading from Ayah 17. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'd like to wish you all a very warm welcome to the Arabic in 60 Steps podcast. Hope you guys are having an absolutely amazing day and uh, everything's going well in your Arabic studies. You're progressing well and preparing nicely for the month of Ramadan. Before we get into the Arabic of this particular passage, um, I have a couple of announcements. So first and foremost, I'd like to welcome all of the most recent students to the program. I'd also like to announce that there are two more spaces left on the Arabic in 60 Steps program. Um, once those two spaces go, we will announce who the five winners are of the Arabic calligraphy artwork, which our um, dear sister Amina Sabat has provided for us. If you want to see pictures of that artwork, you can go to the Arabic in 60 Steps um, Instagram account. Um, I'd also like to thank you all very much for those of you who support the YouTube channel because we recently hit 15,000 subscribers and um, that's a huge milestone for us. So I'd like to thank you all so much for your contribution, for watching our videos over there, for subscribing and liking the videos and, and obviously all of the questions and contributions that come in the comments as well. I, uh, I really, really love that and I appreciate you guys so much for all of your contributions in that. So, and then the last thing I'd like to announce as well is that I've kind of been teasing a new product that, I'm, that I have coming out for only eight people. It's called 3E8. That's kind of the only clue. But um, if you've ever wanted to be taught by me personally, live and intensive, um, this is for you. Uh, I'm going to announce all of the details of it sometime this week on the YouTube channel and here on the podcast, inshallah. But there is a little opportunity um, that's going to become available for only eight students. Um, and there's a few other conditions as well. But if you're interested in being taught by me personally, um, then uh, it's it's absolutely for you. Very nice. So let's go through the Arabic of this. Obviously, I have this kind of series planned for the various animals that appear in the Qur'an. And, um, and we're going to start with the ant for a reason that this is one of my favourite stories in the Qur'an. Um, maybe we start with the smallest animal and we work our way up to the biggest, maybe. Maybe that's what we'll do. But... Um, so the ant, okay, why is the ant special? Well, some of you may or may not know that my Muslim name is Suleiman. Um, I don't use it because I kind of I kind of took it, took the Muslim name after I started the Sam of Somalia YouTube channel and, you know, the Arabic with Sam stuff. So it's um so not so most people kinda of know me just as Sam, which is perfectly fine. That's the name my my, my big brother actually gave me that name. He named me after Fyman Sam. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's why I'm just Sam. I'm not Samuel. Because my brother, at the age of three, said that I should be named after Fyman Sam. But I digress. Okay, so 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 I actually love the name Suleiman because of this story. I think it's such a beautiful story about having positive assumptions of people, um, about how wonderful and complex the societies of animals are and stuff. And, and this series is obviously done kind of in tribute of it being World Wildlife Day a few days ago. And because it was World Wildlife Day on the 3rd of March, I think we'll do wildlife stuff for the whole of March. I think that'd be a nice thing for us to do. So let me um, continue with the Arabic. I'm just going to have a little quick check that I am still recording. Um, and then we will kind of, then we will just uh, crack on with it. Very nice. So, so how does this story begin? So it's, it, so, yeah, so it begins with, li Junuduhu. 
So the verb hushira kind of means to be herded. Um, sometimes the, the well, the term is often used for animals, but it's also used um, in depictions of the Day of Judgment. Allah uses this this verb a number of times to talk about the humans being hoarded towards somewhere. But hushira, um, many of you will have noticed that it's in the fu'ila pattern, so it is it is a passive verb. Arabic in 60 steps, lesson, I don't know, eight or something. We probably do passive verbs. Good. So, wahushira. So, and, and were herded. Li Sulaymana. To Sulayman, or for Sulayman, the Prophet Sulayman alayhi salam. Junuduhu. So, junud means his um, his soldiers. Um, the, the translation that's given is the forces, but the, the singular jundi, jundiyun, the plural of which is junud. Good. Um, but the, the term forces is, a, is an appropriate translation because um, you may know people with the name Junaid. The, 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 name, the name Junaid, it doesn't mean a little soldier. <laughs> it, it means like a, a it means a, a small army, right? Like a, the like of which was like at the Battle of Badr. The Muslims were only 300 and 300 or so strong. And it's kind of a and it's, it's talking about that. It's talking about being a, a, a army that's outnumbered. I remember I was only in my second year of Arabic or something like that. I made my first year. My best friend, um, Asher, founder of NextGen, may Allah bless that brother, big shout out to Asher, his brother's called Junaid. And I remember sitting in the living room being like, why is your name, why is your name Little Soldier? And uh, his family had a, got a lot of laughs out of the idea of him being called Little Soldier. But anyway, <laughs> once again, once again, Sam digresses. So, Sule- so the, the forces of Suleiman, the, the who at the end of Junud means his, right? It's referring back to Suleiman. So, so, the, so the, the forces or the armies of Suleiman were hoarded to him. Min al-jinni. From the al-jinni. So who are the jinn? They are the jinn. Um, I don't know how we translate that in English, but most of us are familiar with what a jinn is. Um, so from the jinn. Wal-insi. And from mankind, from the humans. Wal-tayri. Tairi are the birds. Um, it's a generic term. That there are specific terms for birds. We, we see one of them further on in this, in this very page of the Quran, actually. But um, it's a generic term, just like we have in English. That birds. It doesn't mean a specific breed. Um, you know, if you want like a little, like a canary or something like that, you, you use the term asfur. If you want a um, a hoopy, which is further on in this chapter, is a hudhud. And there's you know, um, you know, various terms for the specific breeds of birds. So in this army, there's the jinn. And the humans and the Tayyid. Safe to say. Safe to say this army is pretty badass. Safe to say. Fahum yuzarun. And they are um yeah, it's translated here as perfectly organized, but if you're if you're yuzarun, it kind of has a um an idea of a, it, it, it's an appropriate term for for an army, I'd say. Like I don't like I doubt you'd use the term yuzarun for um for like organizing your bookshelf or something. Um Anyways, we continue. Until what? Hatta. Hatta. In this case, it means until. Um, hatta. Either. Until. When. Is the term either. Eto. Eto. So, eto is from the verb eta, meaning to come. Yeti is the present tense, obviously a final week verb. Lesson 17, I think that is, that we do in the Arabic in 60 steps program or around there. Final week verbs, meaning that it ends in a, it, it ends in a vowel. And uh, because it's plural, it's saying eto. The term word means a means a valley. Until they came upon the verb ala means to come upon something. Until they came upon the valley of the Neml 
of the ants. So that the term animal, it doesn't mean a ant, it means ants, right? Like it's kind of a, it's like a collective noun. It's, it's similar to the term el ins. It means the it means means it's a collective term for for mankind. Animal is the valley of the ants. nemleton. So um, this this refers us back to a little bit about what we did in our wildlife episode. I was talking about how because the name of an animal, like Zarafaton, a giraffe, has a termal bolt on the end, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a female of that one, right? And the, this term, Nemletun, is the word for a single ant. You, I think it's pretty hard for us to tell the gender of an ant by looking at it. Um, but, well, not, not always. Um, there's a queen ant, obviously, which and there's ways, and there's, there's obvious ways that you can tell how that's the, the queen of the colony and stuff. But, like, but, I mean, generally, like, you don't check the, the, the gender of an ant in the same way. You don't, you don't, you don't, yeah. So, enemle um, is the word for a singular ant. Yeah, a nemlu. So, oh, oh, you neml, oh, the ants. No, that one in particular ant calls out. Yeah, a neml. Oh, the ants. Udukhulu. This is an imperative verb from the verb dakhala. Dakhala, yadukhulu. And then the, the um, imperative, the fir'il amr, is udkhul, is enter. Udukhulu is calling out to all of them. Udukhulu. Um, so all of you, enter masakinakum. Masakin is um, meaning your, your homes, your place where you yeskunu fi, the, the place that you live in. Masakinakum, enter your masakinakum. La yahtimannakum sulaymanu. La yahtimanna. That they will not crush you. Um, yeah, the the verb hatama um, is a is a is a verb to be crushed. I'm thinking in my head if it, if there's a verb that's similar to that or from that, which is to do with al hatama. There's I'm blanking at the moment on what sort of that's from, but um, it's it's a description of the hellfire. The 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 al is one of the names of, of Jahannam, of the hellfire, and it's the place where crushing happens. Um, so it's a, so so that is an appropriate um appropriate verb. Yahtaymanna, and that yahtaymanna. What what on earth is that noon on the end for? It is noon at tawkid. It's a noon for emphasis. He he won't just um crush you. He they they won't just um they won't just yahtim yahtimakum. This noon is on the end for kind of extra emphasis of how they would crush you. And uh, the kind of army it is with jinn and birds and humans, they will crush you. A severe crushing is, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's what is being conveyed by this. Sulaymanu wa junuduhu, Sulayman and his army, wa hum la yashrarun. And they will not feel it. They will not be aware of it. This verb, um, sha'ara yashroru, I believe, is to feel something. Hence where we get the word for poetry, ash-shi'ar, meaning, meaning poetry. It's, it's something that you feel. If you, if you feel something or feel a particular emotion, you, you can say like ash'ar bi something, right? Or ahissu bi something. They, they, they kind of mean the same thing, this something, right? So you might say something like ash'ar bi quwa, like I feel strength or something like that. But um, they, they, they are unaware of it. And um, yeah, as I say. So interestingly, the word for a poet, a sha'ir, in a way is like a feeler. Not not someone who goes around feeling people. I mean he feels things himself, right? He feels certain emotions and conveys them through through poetry. Um good. So let us continue. See, this is so beautiful what happens here, man. I like I, I love this passage so so much. So what happens? So he smiles. Verb tabassama. 
means to means to smile. Um, I mean, in, in, in this, there is a, there is a slight difference between the verb ibtesema, which we usually see, um, and and um, tabessema. But in this case, we we can translate them similarly. Dahkan, the verb dahka yadhaku, um, is to laugh at something. But but when he says, but it doesn't mean that he's smiling, laughing. It means he's sort of smiling in a joyful in a joyful manner. Um, I believe there's a there's a hadith as well where. Where our mother Aisha radiallahu anha describes the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as basaman dhahakan, that he's that he's smiling, that he would would often be smiling joyfully, like he was a joyful and positive man, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and it's beautiful that there's that that there's kind of a, a similar description of of our beloved Messenger as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You know, subhanallah, we see so many characteristics and. And, and and beauties that are shared throughout all of throughout all of the prophets, and it's interesting that there's a, a description that Allah gives to Sulaiman salam, and Aisha um, radiallahu anha gives the same description um, to to her husband sallallahu alaihi wasallam, which is really beautiful. But what did he smile at? He smiled joyfully min qawliha, about her statement about what she said. Why would he smile at that? You know, a reminder that I give some people sometimes from this story is that is that. There is such positive assumption from a naml that, like, you you imagine this situation, okay? Imagine you're an ant, right? So I doubt you've spoken to humans before or had any relationship with them. All you know is the knowledge that Allah has given you that Sulaiman alayhi salam is a prophet. That's all you know, right? And imagine this whole bunch of birds, jinn, and humans are about to massacre your entire colony. Right? Like, there's there's hundreds of them, and they're literally just gonna they're they're, they're gonna mannakum. They're, they're gonna they're gonna stamp on you. They're gonna mash you up, right? And the ant doesn't come out and say humans are evil. This is a hate crime. You know, we 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 hate we hate humans. That you know they're oppressing us for being ants. You know, they, 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 he doesn't say that. The ant comes out and says, "But I'm sure they don't mean to do it." You know, like this is something in particular that I think about sometimes with social media, right? How like we so often kind of we hear a little clip, like a 15 second video or a one set or a one minute video or something, and we take from it. That the person wished ill on us somehow, or we take offence at things so quickly, right? But the ant isn't taking offence, even when his his entire colony is about to be massacred, right? Like he still he still says, like, you know, go into your homes. Like we should take precautions against it, and I'm sure they don't mean to do it. I'm sure it's just a mistake on their part, you know. Subhanallah. Like it's such a it's such a beautiful thing. Anyway, so. Um, Allah knows best, but that may be part of the reason why Sulaiman tabassama dahikan min qawliha. What does he say? وَقَالَ رَبِّ أَوْزِعْنِي أَنْ أَشْكُرَ نِعْمَتَكَ الَّتِي أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيَّ وَعَلَى وَالِدَيَّ أَنْ الصَّالِحِينَ So I think this episode has been quite long and that, that bit afterwards actually isn't about the ant at all. So maybe we'll leave it there inshallah. But, but obviously you're, you're very able to go and um, look at a tafsir and go and look at the translation yourself inshallah for a bit of word for word um, translation of that. So we've done... Ayah 17 of Surah An-Naml, um, Ayah 18 of Surah An-Naml, and the very beginning of um, Ayah 19 of Surah An-Naml. So um, I think that is plenty. Um, I think that is absolutely plenty for this particular um, episode of the podcast. Um, we've been over some ant language, um, hopefully taking some benefits from some of the ayat of the Qur'an. That'll be beneficial um, for, for you, and obviously as a reminder for myself as well. 
So um, I'll just sign out, I suppose, by saying if you want to be one of the two last people to get one of the books for the Arabic in 60 Steps program and you have any questions at all, then please just email me, sam at arabicin60steps.com. I will be checking emails today. So, um, yeah, I'll be very, very happy to answer your questions. Um, what else? Or if you don't have any questions and you just want to make extra sure that you are one of the people who gets one of those books, then um, just go straight to the link in the description and um, or, or link in the um, not the description. We call it the show notes, don't we, on the podcast? And uh, just go and get stuck in, inshallah. Um, and then another thing as well is that another thing I'll say is that um, when um, 3E8 becomes available, um, any of you who have joined the Arabic in 60 Steps podcast now, you you will be able to do... 3e8 right like that won't exclude you from it. and anything that you've paid for the arabic in 60 steps program i'll discount it from 3e8 as well so um yeah so yeah so don't, don't feel like you'll be excluded from that or there'll be any downside at all to joining the arabic in 60 steps program um as soon as it's convenient for you so that's everything for this video um may allah bless you guys may allah forgive you guys of your shortcomings um may allah increase us in knowledge and uh may allah um bless us all and inspire us to have positive assumptions of one another Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.